Welcome back to another episode of See, See Me After, After Class. Class. I am Mr. L. Oh my, I thought a hacker got in here. <laughs> I'm Miss S. I will say it in my normal voice. I don't think I can do Darth Vader like that. You're welcome. Miss S. Is this a dream come true for you? <laughs> Honestly, tell me why I woke up and said I'm living the dream. I'm living my best. I'm I'm just it. And if I this were someone the, else, <laughs> I would hate I would me too. I would want to be me. I would want to be me. Miss S, again, mm -hmm. always great to see you. Always great to talk. Always great to argue. Question mark? Argue? Question debate? Mark, declarative? You're president Finish of each the other's club? sentences? Finish each other's sandwiches? Okay, Frozen. <laughs> Miss, <laughs> Miss S, this podcast is for teachers. It yes, it is. It has always been for teachers. We'll continue to be for teachers. Currently, as we are speaking... Both you and I are teachers in the class, physically in the classroom. Thank goodness. Am, it is just such, it's, I'm just starting to remember why I love this profession. I love it, but also how exhausting it is. Look, Forgot we do a lot piece. of things. There, before school started, now at the beginning of school, we are doing a whole bunch of things. I am tired as I'm speaking to you. There's times where I have to remind myself to blink and open my eyes because I think I've learned to fall asleep with my eyes open. Sometimes I have to remind myself to eat and drink water because I'm Ooh, the too water busy. part. I'm like, I have to sustain <laughs> life. I should probably intake water. You probably should. <laughs> All of those things are a whole bunch of things. And yes, that made sense. It sure did. Among those, there are things still that we aren't and don't do. Okay. Our disclaimer, we are not. Okay. <laughs> hypnotherapists. Ooh, uh, we're not crossword puzzle writers. That that would be a thing, like that That would be. See, I don't think I'd do a good job of it because I'd be like, ooh, no one's gonna get that, let me simplify. I, I need me to scaffold. It, let me make it easier. <laughs> let me scaffold, stop it. <laughs> we're also not casino managers, right? I, I thought of it. I thought of it. That could be a fun, like, retirement gig. Managing the casino, yes. Playing at casinos, no, because I never win at anything. That's true. Um, we're also not concert promoters, so don't come to us Ooh, trying to promote your band. Absolutely not, but I would think that we could do that. Because we're loud and we like to talk. We're loud. We could say, if your band is garbage, we would still make it sound great. <laughs> we would make it sound like if it was put Coachella insert, headliner. Yeah, insert band thing here. <laughs> sure. Insert your cult classic here. We are also not nurses, librarians, principals, administrators, custodians. Nope. We're none of those things. We are teachers currently in the classroom teaching. Yep. Speaking of those things, Miss S, mm -hmm. this episode, I think you have been waiting since the beginning of our podcast. Oh, I have. And I remember listening to a previous episode and saying verbatim, we should make this an episode. We love when you speak it into existence. <laughs> and then it happens. Yep. Today's topic is ownership. Hashtag own it. Owner 
Miss S, ownership, responsibility. Okay. Accountability. Okay. I think for us, it means a bit more. It has a bit more weight when we say own it. Own it. <laughs> I love Should that. teachers own it? Question that's mark, not a Mrs. question. No, that's not a question. Yes. I mean, yes, it, 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 always. Is, it is a question, but maybe one that shouldn't be asked, I think, is there what you, you mean. That's what I meant. Thank you for clarifying. Should teachers own insert here? Whatever it is about teaching you can put in. Should they own all of that? Yes, because if you don't, own who is? <laughs> Should we own it? I, so I don't know uh, if you I'm do, so, I, but I, I, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I've been owning. <laughs> I have owned it since day one. New teachers, they get a chance to own it. Mm-hmm. Veteran teachers, maybe. All teachers. I think you would agree when I say all teachers should own it. All. First day or 10th year. This, <laughs> or 25th year. Sure. This episode, we're going to go over some things that teachers, in our humble opinions, should own. First thing. Here we go. And I think you're going to like this one. Okay. Own your classroom management. Honestly, in the episode here. <laughs> Just stop it here. Yes, and I put in parentheses, or lack thereof. Ab, you know what? Now end it. <laughs> no. Now turn it off. Stop. What do you think about teachers owning their classroom management? I mean, hey, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw I it at you. I do it. So <laughs> from day one, that's the one thing I've owned. The pedagogy I also own, but that came yeah, with right. years of experience and feeling confident. I knew if I could own management, I can teach any subject. Now, not math because I'm bad at it, but... <laughs> I can own management in a math class. Thank you for being honest and having the vulnerability to be honest. <laughs> no, yeah. Own the management systems that you have or do not have in place. Wait for it. Under owning your classroom management, own your routines. Those are important. Routines in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> I was, if you don't you're, have I mean, you're, them. Look, you're looking at me with a confused with a with a question mark, but your words are saying I was waiting declarative. For question. I was waiting for you to ask verbatim question mark. <laughs> routines. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Ready for this one. Okay, okay. Own your discipline. <gasps> Ooh, that one. So, I'm gonna be vulnerable for a second. Please I'm gonna please, be help, vulnerable. Help me. Help. Help them. I'm gonna be vulnerable. My oof. Yeah, let's be vulnerable. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do it. Do it. Um. So, yeah, no, I um, could be a little aggressive, I think. Shocker, I know. Nope, remember? Nope, strike that. Assertive. Honestly, accountability. We love that. Thank you for that. You're right. I was assertive <laughs> to an extent that possibly could have. It was, uh, when I first started teaching, I had younger middle school, which – they're just old, right. older babies, right? Like they are still very much trying to figure it out in middle school and the sixth grade level. I think that I learned how to quickly things I didn't want to be as a teacher when it came to how I was holding students accountable. I didn't want them to operate out of fear. I wanted them to operate out of I want to be a better person for myself. But I think and we're, I was and going we're having to Superman it. arms again. 
Superman arms. Yeah. No, I think that I've learned and I've grown to not. I'm still assertive. Let's not get it twisted. Oh, Definitely nope, you, assertive. Yes, you are. I can affirm that. Definitely assertive in a way that now allows students. I've picked it up from you, Mr. L, to reflect Have on you? behaviors. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much for that. Yes, and <laughs> owning maybe perhaps your structure because that's different. Mm, that is different. And I think that structure in a classroom goes hand in hand with your discipline and or your routines and procedures and expectations. And I think all of those things ha need to occur to have a smooth running classroom. Question mark. If those things don't exist, I don't care what you say. And again, this is my opinion. Uh, yep, if yep, those yep. things don't exist in effective ways, your students are not learning. And if you think that your students are, tell me, like prove me wrong. That's my exactly. opinion. I believe that if you don't have clear structure, clear expectation behaviors, you don't have follow through on things, you're just not owning it. Your kids are not learning because you're using all your energy to do all of those things and you're not teaching. My opinion. My opinion. I mean, what else do we say? Last Sorry. thing under, <laughs> under classroom management. This word always comes up with teachers. Consistency. Ooh, yeah. You can implement it one day. And if you don't do it the consecutive days after that until the last day of school, the kids aren't going to do it. They're nope, really it not going to do it. The consistency is synonymous with follow through. SAT word. Look at me. Own your classroom management, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and this one's for you too. Okay. Next thing, own your assertiveness. There we go. And under assertiveness, what do you think about owning respect? Question mark. From your students, from your students to yourself, from you to your students, question mark. Are you asking if that's, can you clarify? If, <laughs> if, if it's a thing you do, if it's something that oh. you expect from your students. Duh. She's, it, shaking, duh. she's shaking there her we go. head. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think I teach uh, high school, 10th grade now. And so Look at they, you. they're in this phase where it's like, I'm an adult. Like I'm about to drive. Some are already drive. You know, they're there where they, they're like, ah, they the world's figured out. <laughs> I know everything. Great. Awesome. Sit down. But awesome. um, I think teaching high school upper level kind of it's one of those things where it's a I've learned it's a nice little uh, not a level playing field. But I'm like, look, I would love to treat you with the respect I give my colleagues as adults. However, actions that you're giving me right now are saying, ooh, I'm acting like a 10-year-old right now, right? But I always tell my kids, right, like, I respect you simply for existing, right? You're, you're a person, and I respect you for that. Now, if you want to come in and run a show, we should have some conversations because that's not showing me respect, right? I've heard that statement, and I'm sure you have too, right? Like, respect is earned, not given, and that it is, yes, right? Like yes. you earn it. You earn my respect. And then once you have it, I'm all in for my students. The same thing that they want for me. I earn their respect too. So I'm going to push back. Okay. I communicate explicitly to my students. You already have my 100%. And the reason why you have it is because you're human beings. I'm going to respect mm -hmm. you because you're a human being. I'm going to expect 
the same reciprocity from you as well. You're going to make mistakes. I will fix your mistakes for you or help you fix them. Sorry. But you know what? But but yes. So when speaking to your students, when you're owning your assertiveness, I think that there's a difference with when you're using a stern voice as opposed to yelling. Only because a stern voice is just where you mean business. The inflection is you're not using a conversational voice when you're trying to get a kid to respect you or redirecting a bad choice that they made. You don't talk to them as if it's just nothing. You, you speak to them in a more stern voice, not yelling. What do you think? No. No, and I agree. You don't get to be mad on company time. You don't get to yell at oh, students. Look at this businesswoman right here. You don't get to be hey. mad on company time. Sorry. Sorry about you. And I'm not saying that there's not going to be a time where there's a there has been a class period already three weeks into this school year for what are we at a month at this point <laughs> where I have been mad. I'm literally like, OK, I don't yell at my student. Yelling right. just makes it seem like I have zero control. Now, have yep. I already used a stern voice to redirect that I should hear no talking? Absolutely. Did it work? Because they weren't ready for me to just switch it really quick. And they kind of check themselves. Kids are going to test you. They want to see like. Yep. If she said no talking, can I whisper and then get away with yeah. that whisper to then turn around and now I have a small group of whispering? One, they're always going to test. They're kids. They're just they're going to test the boundaries. Yes, and to your point, I love when they are fascinated where you can say, we're not talking, and then go back to a conversational voice and start teaching again. They find that fascinating. Yes, and will want to emulate that. The next point, Miss S, mm-hmm. never ask students to do anything. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I, I go back <laughs> I mean, to is it a declar- Is it declarative it. or is it a question mark? I, I apologize. No, it is definitely declarative. Even if, again, we have middle school, upper, high backgrounds. Correct. Correct. And so, again, what does that look like in a kindergarten classroom? I can assume, in my opinion, you're not asking a five-year-old to take a seat. You're telling them you need to take a seat, <laughs> right? No matter the age, you're Dear not going to ask them. They're going to asking say, a five-year-old to take a seat. No, you're not asking a five-year-old just like, I don't ask my 15-year-olds, hey, do you want to take a seat? No, I don't. I- I'm telling you the expectations that you should be sitting down. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, I've never... Not even my first year did I ever ask a student like, what, ooh, what did you, did you want to sit down or do you want to stop talking? No, I'm not, I don't negotiate with youngsters. I'm telling you. So as we know, I did, <laughs> but I learned. <laughs> yes. And I learned, Hey guys. So remember, Hey guys. So how do you want to learn today? I did oh ask my, that question. I remember this. You're like, Hey guys. So like, what's going on? What should we do today? What should we, Oh my gosh. What should we do today? In speaking about this, always remember teachers, they are just kids and you are the adult in the room. They are kids and you are the adult. You are the role model insert here person for all of those students. And a lot of them sometimes are coming from homes where adults will ask them certain things of like, what did you want to eat today? Or what did you cook for dinner? Like they're consistently being asked things by adults that should have been giving them expectations and like that guidance. And so for some, some of them, when you do 
state it in a way that's not a question, it's going to be something they have to adjust to because they're not used to adults holding them accountable to just yep. doing something that is being told of them. But I promise you, the moment they get used to that because you care, love, and respect them, and that's the root of it, like they're all in. They're all yours, and they're going to do what you want. And sometimes that takes a little bit longer for certain kids coming from homes where like maybe that's not the norm. Honestly, I want to be in your classroom. Honestly, it's my year. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> I, I think all of these, let me get my words and tell you, I think all of these you're going to have the same reaction to. Our next topic. <clears throat> Own your teacher workload. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes. First thing, own your documentation. Oof. Oof, I'm gonna tell you right now, first year I didn't document anything. So yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure I and other teachers may or may not be able to relate to that. Own the documentation, your SPEDs, your 504s, your IEPs, your EDs, your all other acronyms that have to do with students. Own the documentation. Own that you document, which I know for a fact now Miss S is a document crazy person nowadays. Everything is documented. Own d conversations with parents. Own and maybe a redirection of a student you had. If you have documentation, you will not have anything to worry about. I'm not saying if you don't document, you're going to have a whole bunch to worry about. I just mean it would be better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Absolutely. That took me at least two years to figure out. <laughs> Which is, I, I would say in my humble opinion, the norm, like maybe. About right, about right. For those kinds of things. Own your grading. <laughs> I, so I own it in a way that's semi-obsessive. Like it's a bit Perhaps much. Perhaps a compulsion, teachers... maybe obsessive compulsive. <laughs> yes, to where, I and it's I operate in a way where if that if I told the kids that exit take was the one going in the grade book, it's already been created. And as they're walking out the door, I'm I've inputted the grades for that class period. It's rare yes. that I fall behind on grades, like super rare. So would, but that's just me. Would it be accurate to say in that you own it? <laughs> uh abs hashtag own it. Hashtag absolutely hashtag own it. Ownership. Hashtag already have, hashtag it's mine. Which, which also brings that to own your grade book, which you kind of basically mm -hmm. touched on owning your grade book, owning reporting failures. That one's always hard. But again, that goes back to documentation. If you've already had multiple conversations with a parent, you've put that in the loop with admin or your grade team lead. It's something where there is more. And again, the goal is never to fail students. That's not right. it, right? Yes. Like if it's, you have documentation, never that you've done everything you can, right? And this student just needs extra support or maybe this just course wasn't, like the student needs to try it again type of right. thing, right? That's where documentation is your best friend. Not because we are trying to corner a child, but we're trying to make them successful. And sometimes that looks like they need to do it again. Maybe some tier two instruction is needed. Oh, okay, sir. <laughs> Perhaps tier three, I don't know. Oh, whatever, whatever to get the, the student to master and mm -hmm. or be successful in their subject. Own, Miss S, your lesson plans. Oh, God. So, yeah, first Own. year I was shooting darts <laughs> in the dark. Own 
adapting your lesson plans, own scaffolding your lesson plans, own tweaking them, own that you're going to write a lesson plan. And I'm speaking about myself. You're going to write a lesson plan. It's gonna, you're gonna, you are two weeks ahead. There are times when you're going to have to change the next day. And then that's just going to mess up your entire future planning that you did. <laughs> and luckily I learned I used to write in pen. Now I write in pencil and I have to, oh, I bought one of those good erasers, the white ones. It looks like a rectangle uh-huh. and they erase like heaven and they don't leave any scoff marks. But then sometimes I have to hold down the paper or else it tears and then I get very angry and then I throw the paper away and then I have to start all over. But that's okay. Th- those oh, are, those okay. Are my, hey, yeah, that's okay. Those, yep. <laughs> those are my hurdles those are my no growth points my, my crosses to bear if you will <laughs> my crosses to bear you ready for this one Own okay having to make copies now before you start this may not be as predominant nowadays because of the shifting and i'm shifting my hands to the right to digital what do you think about copies miss so even to this year, I'm that person where students are walking in. I'm like, hold on, I have to make copies. So I don't own that very well, but I own that I don't do it well. So that's me owning it. So that's one of your grows, perhaps one of your rain. My clouds. cross to bear. Yeah. One of your one of your opportunities for growth, growth opportunity, mm-hmm. I should say. It's a gr- a growth opportunity. Yes, I th- yes, and I think having excuse me teaching mathematics, I'm still going to need a little bit of paper pencil work. I'm, I'm going to need it. It needs to happen. It has to happen. I think in all subjects, it has to happen I mean, at some it's point. It's going to happen. So, <laughs> Okay, Miss S. Next point. Own your growth. Ooh. I like that. We had a whole episode which I've seen a whole bunch of likes on. Pat, pat ourselves <gasps> on the back, gang. Yeah. Our episode on reflection. That was a good one. Reflect and face your professional truth. You may not know what reflection is. You may not know what it sounds like, what it smells like, what it looks like. One, ask someone. Two, no, the number one thing you should do is go listen to our podcast episode on reflection. The number two go. thing you should do is go ask one of your colleagues, hopefully one that you respect, of whatever reflection, figure out whatever for reflection means for you because that would be you owning your growth. Is this? Absolutely. If you don't own it, don't be mad when you're not moving in the direction you want it to go. I mean, own your growth if you want to. Own when your you- growth or <laughs> lack thereof. <laughs> I I have this question. I'm going to get my words in, and tell you. I promise I'm not having a stroke. Okay. I tell other teachers one question. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. I give them a question to ask themselves. That's better. There you go. Are you willing? Question mark. That's it. That's it. That's all. Oh, okay. I like that. I'm going to take that. Are you willing? And then you finish the sentence. Are you willing to reflect? Are you willing to change with the times? Are you willing to adapt? What do you think about that? I like that. I'm about to take it for the teachers. (laughs) 
please I do. interact with. Please, those listening, any, tell your colleagues, tell your principals, are you willing? <laughs> are you willing? Also, this might coincide with that. Ask for help. If by please. owning your growth, it doesn't mean that you're weak in any way, shape, or form. Ask for help. We go You forwards. and I ask for, I mean, you and I have a combined of over, I don't even know how many years teaching at this point, but. Really? I, even to like this week, I asked my manager, I need help. Like, what does it look like for us to sit down and like thought partner this out? And I was, it was receptive. No one's, it's rare that when you ask for right, help. Yes. We can't say it doesn't say happen. No. Yeah. We can't say it doesn't happen because unfortunately human beings, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And predominantly your, uh, direct supervisor, your principal, your whomever will really, have a sigh of relief when you say, hey, I need help with something specific, not just I need help. Okay, no, well, what yeah, do you need? let's clarify. <laughs> what do you need help with? No, I need help with classroom management. Sure. And then Lesson it's planning. Then Exit backwards planning. Yeah. yeah. Be specific, I guess, would be my point in the uh, owning your growth and asking for help. Mm-hmm. Seek out the discussions, which is kind of what we've been saying to seek out the discussions with your direct supervisor, manager, et cetera. Feed forward, Miss S. We love it. We go backwards. Excuse me. <laughs> Strike that, reverse it. We go forwards, that. not backwards. That's right. When and if you do receive your feed forward or constructive criticism, or maybe sometimes it's feedback, You're going to want to follow up with the feedback. You're going to follow through with your feed forward and then close the loop. Ooh, we love that cycle. Look at you. Use that in a sense today. Look at you. Last point in owning your growth. Own your improvement. Oh, I like that. Own your Improvement in your profession. You, and by you, I mean the people listening. Well, and you, Miss S, and myself. We, I should say. We are forever learners. We are not going to know everything all at once, no matter how much I try. We are forever learners. We need to be able to adapt new methodologies. Even, you ready for this one? If you don't like it. Oof. And that was like the story of our lives last year, (laughs) adapting to things that we really didn't understand, like slash want to do, but for the betterment of children, we will do them. Period. Period. (laughs) And the last thing in ownership, this episode, the last thing that you can own, own yourself. Oof. Oof. Miss S, you're the adult in the room. Absolutely. Listeners, myself included, we are the adults in the room. They are just kids. It is our job to grow them as human beings, period. Miss S? You're not just teaching content. You are teaching them to be productive members of these communities that we exist in. And like I said earlier, sometimes, unfortunately, you are the only adult that they will come in contact with that is giving that to them. 
hazard of the trade. It's an unfortunate fact. Yes, sometimes you are their person. I will just put it at that. You're their person. You're their contact. And usually contact. the yes, person, yes, yes, yes. like the student that is, you became their person, they're the student that's a little tough on the outside, right? Like yeah. that is the student. And like we all know, we all just pictured, if you're listening and you've been teaching for a little bit now, that one student where we're like, they're tough on the edges. They might have a quick mouth and attitude, but no matter what, like you were there because you had their back and now they are, they will do what they'll move the earth for you type of thing. They will remember you for the rest of their lives. They will be alumni and will come back and thank you and hug you and say, thank you so much. You affected my life. Like that's golden is basically it. our goals. Own that as well. Yes. Own it. Own that it is your classroom. Yes, your administration is going to give you expectations. Yes, always follow them. Yes, do whatever it is that you are contractually obligated to do. You'd have to do those Teach things. the content. <laughs> yes, like let's be clear. Teach the content. You don't have to be Dr. Phil every day, but we should be teaching in the way that you, is you. Yes. It is your classroom. Whatever kinds of routines, procedures, discipline, etc., X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three. It is your classroom. You are the adult in the room. It's going to go exactly the way you want or don't want it to go. And by it, I mean your classroom, excuse me. Exactly. Own your mistakes. Oof. And that one can be hard for people like me with an ego, but I Oof. have learned to own my mistakes sometimes harder than my successes because those will make me grow quicker. And sometimes we might get teachers that say, well, if you make mistakes, it affects the kids. You're absolutely right. It does affect your students. This is why you need to fix it quickly. You need to adapt your mistake quickly. You might make a mistake in your lesson plan where the student didn't understand something. This, in fact, the student didn't understand Pythagorean theorem. Okay, what other ways? Let me Google other ways, YouTube other ways to teach Pythagorean theorem in a way that is going to have the student master the subject matter. Is that? Absolutely. <laughs> Own it. And finally, in owning yourself. Own that you are the teacher. <laughs> Absolutely, period. <laughs> that um, capital T, you are the teacher. This would uh, coincide with the point that we've made a long, uh, uh, I don't know how many episodes ago, where I said I was uncomfortable with people telling me, oh, you're just a teacher. Remember that? Oof. Remember that? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that one. Oh no, 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 sir, no, ma'am. I am a teacher, among other things that I am. A lot of the things that I am. <laughs> that is one of them. Correct. Ladies and gentlemen, you are the teacher. You are in this profession for a reason. Own it, and remember why you started teaching in the first place. Oof, for sure remember it because on the days where you question it, you have to be grounded in that you own why you started in the first place. And introspectively reflect about it. 
Ooh, look at you. I, I stole that from you. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Miss S, ownership. Waiting for this episode for, Loved for it. Loved umpteenth, it. umpteenth amounts of episodes. Ownership. Miss S, own your classroom management. Absolutely. That's <laughs> the first thing. Miss S, <laughs> and I'm speaking directly to you, own your assertiveness, which you do. I sure do. Miss S, own we need to own. You know what? I'm going to put myself in the equation. There you go. We need, we need to own our teacher workload. <laughs> sure do. Especially now. And, I feel like we're exhausted. I know that I missed, we missed a whole bunch of things that you could own in teacher workload and all of these things. Mm -hmm. If I missed one, then tell yourself out loud, own whatever it is I missed. <laughs> there you go. Fill in the blank. Own this. Miss S, own your growth. Own my growth. Teachers listening, own your growth. Mm-hmm. And finally, we need to own ourselves. You could argue that that's one of the most important ones, but yeah, you should own that. And maybe the most difficult. Oof, there we go. Let's end them <laughs> puzzling questions. Let's end that way for our let's listeners end, let's today. End cryptic. Let's end cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, Miss Us, mm -hmm. our subscribers, our listeners, our audience, you could take this, you could leave it, you could love this, or you could absolutely hate it. Either way, you're listening, and that's what we care about. We will see you guys next time on See Me After Class. Bye, everyone.